Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. We talk to and hear from so many homeschool moms, and one of the most common things we hear them say is that they're worried that their children are behind. So this week, we're replaying an episode from a while back where we discuss the fear of being behind and what to do to combat it. Before we start, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of The Smiling Homeschooler. If you haven't used their amazing curriculum before, then we encourage you to check out their free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. They're an amazing and wonderful source of regular homeschooling encouragement. And if you haven't already, you should go subscribe over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, it's good to be back, everybody. And uh, we've covered a lot of territory since the last time we talked. Um, I'm trying to think, Ben. When had, had have I talked to you since I got back? I mean, I've talked to you, but have I talked to everybody else since we got back from California? I don't think we did. I don't. I don't think, think we so. did. So last week we were not here. So so uh, two weekends ago we were at the Chia uh, Homeschool Convention in California. That was an amazing event. Um, lots of fun. We were right across from Disneyland. Uh, uh, Abe, Abe went with me and uh, we made the mistake of. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So uh, we were, I made the mistake of when we got there. So we left our house like at three o'clock in the morning and we got there at right before lunch. Um, and we had a huge fiasco at the rental car company. By the way, if you don't have a regular credit card and you have, if you're going to rent a car sometime in the near future, get a regular credit card. Don't use a debit card you will not be happy so they doubled our price it was not fun um but then we went to uh to the hollywood sign in hollywood california and climbed up behind it which i almost died at least a couple times um it was a lot longer than i remember it i think uh, i had to ask abe several times um can we rest (laughs) because i was tired it was like this gradual climb up um he was not winded at all i think he every once in a while would say yeah this is hard dad but i think he was just saying that (laughs) and then uh we stayed at the uh glen capri motel in burbank california which is totally awesome used to be totally awesome now they've renovated it it's not so awesome but it is cheap and it's kind of cool it's sight of um, some uh, lots of movies have taken place there and it's like Hollywood the way it should be um, and we went to uh, some cemeteries and saw dead people like uh, Jimmy Stewart and Merv Griffin and uh, Barney Fife with Don Knotts and uh, Brian Keith the family affair Uncle Beal you know and uh, it was really that was fun and and then we went to the convention in Anaheim across from Disneyland and walked around uh, downtown Disney several times and wore ourselves out and then had a great time at the convention. And then we came home and the next day we started for Florida. <laughs> so we drove down there with uh, my wife and Maggie and Abe and our, uh, Jed and Cal. And uh, we just got back last night. Was that last night? Wow. Uh, yeah. Yep. That was last <laughs> night. Um, so we had a great time there, big convention, FBEA, uh, but we were busy, busy, busy. Uh, we were speaking every other hour, it felt like, and uh, leadership event. And, and then I was taxed to do the, to be a part of the family Friday night entertainment, which 
I was scared to death because it was. It felt like I yeah. How'd that real, go? <laughs> real plan. Uh, it went well. Uh, I was thinking in my head like, oh, there are probably be about seventy-five to hundred people. So I had these kind of little games plan we do. And I'm talking to uh, the director right before, and she goes, now there could be as many as 2,500 people here. And I'm like, oh, my little beach ball, <laughs> keep it up, won't work very well. Uh, there were probably about 1,000 people there. And nice. uh, it was a lot of fun. They had the uh, lead singer from Sanctus Real, Dustin. Uh, he has a last name, but I can't remember what it is this second. And his wife was there. And, um, and then a pastor from shoals bell shoals um church in uh, tampa um cory uh he has a last name too but i can't think what that is either uh and it was a lot of fun it went well real well we gave away a lot of prizes and we had a we had, this was in a gigantic room and so i'm like there oh about a half hour 45 minutes before and i'm like this would make a great relay uh, around it and it was huge as big it felt like as big as a football field it probably was um, total distance and and uh so we had eight dads and we formed two teams and we did a relay a skipping relay all the way around and i thought this will either turn out really good or some dads are gonna kill themselves and maybe take out some other people and they ran hard i mean they skipped turned into running to uh, <laughs> that's awesome you know, all out it was really fun and uh but uh so w we didn't get as as quite as much r and r as we thought we would um but it was a it was a great it was a fun time and you know the fun part is meeting all you moms because you came up to me from california and from florida and said we listen to the smiling homeschooler and uh you know you encourage me by your stories and by being on our team um, and allowing us to be on your team so it was a lot of fun and one crazy thing i was thinking is next weekend is maggie's graduation so you'll be down to two homeschooling kids at home which just that is mind-blowing mind-blowing so yeah. that's yeah that's what we're working on right now it's not next weekend it's this coming yeah weekend. this coming weekend yeah um and uh ben's mom is kind of she kind of took today off like to enjoy some of the sunshine and rest a little bit to recover um but starting like right now she's already kicked into gear uh for the big celebration um and i can't remember what we did for your what did we do for yours ben did we have much of a celebration no not really i mean i think we just did stuff with uh <laughs> the initial one, just dinner and stuff like that. And then I think we had, uh, yeah, just people come over to the house and friends and stuff like that. So nothing crazy, but I, I mean, yeah. probably about what Maggie did, maybe not quite as intense, but yeah, we're getting a snow cone machine for Maggie okay. and a cotton no, candy no machine. Way. No so, way. So we didn't do any of that for you. <laughs> um, and that's because now we have more people in our lives and all this pressure is on us to <laughs> do something. Um, but I'll tell you, uh, uh florida the fda and lots of the other st state organizations have some gigantic uh graduation ceremonies and i participated in lots of them um in fact i think i'm going to do one in a couple weeks in colorado at the rocky mountain homeschool uh convention um but i like our graduation ceremonies which is here's your diploma <laughs> you know yeah. we say a few words just with our family in the family room and it feels just like a, the way it should be, um, you know, without a lot of 
no caps and gowns and which is fine if you want to do that but um i like it plain and simple so do you remember so, like that feeling after you were done with maybe more for you it had been seminary when you were finally done but like the i don't have to do any more school tomorrow i mean i just remember that but then obviously you go and work and that never ends so uh you know that's not any <laughs> yeah better. that was the easy part of life <laughs> yeah that's true yeah so <laughs> at so, the time uh, you think it's the biggest biggest deal i know it it's a funny thing because we celebrate this this milestone that every single person in america you know does some form uh, some form yeah so. definitely but you mentioned uh you know you kind of Wanting to, well, I saw actually also, did you, were you going to plan on talking about uh, your post today? Did you have? Yeah, a- I mean, just kind of, I thought like these are the summer months. Uh, today is, uh, as we record this, this is May 31st, the last day of any kind of official school year, even though some of you have been done for a month. Um, and uh, starting tomorrow, it's June, and which is a signal that summer is here. Um, and so I just thought, you know, Ben and I have talked, we're not going to do a tons of school things uh, during the summer podcast months, you know, because we know you're busy and if you're going to take a break, now's the time to do it, but don't do it next week because we're going to do something really special uh, maybe for the next several weeks. Um, so don't do anything about school, but then ch- tune into our podcast. Um, and uh it just seems like you know that we shouldn't be spending a lot of time talking about math and science and that we should do just some easy conversations and so i put a post today um and ben you can look through it and you can comment on anything you want i i wasn't going to read any of the real comments and if you'd rather i mean you you mentioned you know over obviously because you did get to talk to you know probably hundreds of homeschoolers over the last couple weeks and you mentioned you had some observations slash thoughts you know what people said as well so we could go more that route of you know well here's what i i thought we could do we just kind of chit chat about these things but um you know because i always feel like mom and i when we're driving home from a convention uh we always like debrief we're always talking about you know what the conversations we had you know the feeling we had and even today on that post uh the post was what's on your homeschooling heart today and uh there are a lot of comments um and i read through down through them all at least at one point i haven't probably caught back up and it's the same kind of conversations that we had at the conventions um because they're always the same um and uh i'll mention a couple of them ben and then we can just kind of talk about it but the the comment that there were lots of people who said this on the facebook post and people in person the the thing that moms feel they just have they just have so much guilt going into maybe the summer months or they're just have so much guilt in general but the the common thing that i hear over and over again is we're behind i feel like we're behind and uh we've had these conversations before and um what are your what are your thoughts ben on a mom who would say well you know, we're just behind. I mean, I think it's just so important to remember this. It is everyone. And it is, I mean, 
And whether it's just homeschooling you're behind, it, I feel that in other areas of life. Like maybe I'm not, you know, from income, I'm not far enough ahead, you know, in the right spot. Or maybe I'm not, you know, in terms of my kid and parenting or, uh, you know, it could be your, when it's brand new kids, it's maybe my child isn't learning to walk fast enough, you know. So, I mean, it's literally every stage of life almost is people are always worrying that they're not keeping up, you know. And I think it is so critical to remember everyone thinks that or at least everyone who's real thinks that, uh, there may be, you know, there may be some moms who are the ones who just believe they're, they're, you know, just doing everything right. But that, that that's mm-hmm. not very true. And they're a lot of times, you know, lying to themselves, I would say, but, um, and that, and, and we said this and people even said this in the, in the comments that it is, who am I comparing to, or who, what's this arbitrary line or, and that is so true, but it is hard in the moment. And I think, it's okay to acknowledge that even if you know it's not true, it's still going to be a struggle sometimes to mm-hmm. not be controlled by it, you know, because like this last few weeks, me and Marissa have been talking and I've just felt like, you know, I'm believing lies that are not true about, you know, am I using my life well kind of thing. But it's like, it's just really hard sometimes, even if you know it is, you know, that that family is good, that homeschooling is good, that your kids are good and doing fine. It's still some really hard to not give in. And I, I do think that some it is Satan attacking often mm-hmm. um, in an area that is very weak and vulnerable. And especially when your kids, you're wanting so desperately to do a good job that you don't, you know, you there is going to be a lot of self-doubt there probably. And I think that is a very vulnerable place for almost everyone. Um so it's not necessarily well, an answer on how to solve it, but I think it's just, you know, it's really, do, do you feel like Rissa feels that as much as you do? Um, and just in homeschooling or just in general in life, just in general, uh, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, you know, you're saying everybody feels that way. I think a lot of moms feel that way. Uh, you know, as a dad has this dad, me, I don't feel that very often. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, but I think what's important, cause I know your mom does and I know you do, um, because you're, you're a thoughtful person and you're thinking all the time. I don't think all the time. Uh, I just coast in my brain. I'm like, I've seen worse kids. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I think it's important to have, you know, if it's, if it's you who's believing the lies and it's a lot of moms that you have somebody who can tell you otherwise, you know, like Ben for Rissa, I've heard Rissa say, it's okay. You know, we've got it all. Don't worry about it. You know? And I know maybe that doesn't, doesn't solve the problem, but it is good to have someone, you know, two are better than one for when one falls, he has someone to lift him up. But woe to the man who is alone when he falls for he has no one to lift him up, you know? And I just think, uh, mom, if you're feeling that way, I'm going to guess maybe your husband doesn't feel that way. And he probably says to you, Oh, they're okay. They're going to be okay. And even if he doesn't, because I know there are some dads, you listen to me right now, your kids are going to be okay. They're not behind. Um, I even talk to moms who even have evidence and they'll say, well, my kid is behind, you know, they're just lazy. They haven't done anything. They're barely reading and all that. I get that, you know, and, but still your kids are going to be okay. I mean, really, unless you're keeping them locked up in a cupboard and letting them only eat scraps and wear rags, your kids are going to be okay. I mean, they're going to, they may, they may be not ahead of the pack, but they're going to be okay. Cause you love your kids. There was even a mom in one of the comments today who said something about like, um, Oh, because my mom messed me up. 
She goes, I feel really uh, like I have to do a better job. And some mom wisely said, so how did your mother mess you up? Because she was obviously homeschooled. You know, and when she gave these answers, she wouldn't didn't mess her up at all. I mean, she was she was just fine and she was a smart person. Um, but I've, I, I think sometimes um, kids and even moms will feel like they're behind when they are not behind. And, you know, it's almost like a false thing that uh, that, um, you know, like you said, Ben, it's just a lie. And of course, all lies are from the father of lies. So let me just encourage you, moms, who, any, if you think you're behind, stop it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're not behind. And the temptation is, and I saw someone say, well, if you're behind, you could do some summer school this week. And last week I made a post and a mom said, I feel behind because my, I either was a first grader or kindergarten is behind on phonics and handwriting. And I'm like, who cares about phonics or handwriting? And, uh, some mom said, well, you could do a little bit of summer school every day just to catch up. And I wrote and said, don't you dare, you know, um, don't do anything. You're fine. You're kindergarten or first grade. Because really, a lot of these moms who feel behind, their kids are younger. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's usually not the older ones. They're not in high school. They're in right. first grade or second grade or third grade. So it just takes experience. And it just takes, you know, I, I think it is hard to, especially yeah, if you have no nothing to go off of, it can feel like, is this working? Is this, you know, am I just, is what I'm doing even have results? I mean, I think, you know, we've experienced that in parenting where you're just like, literally this is doing nothing right now. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just clicks and then it starts going. And I think that was cool. Uh, someone said here, uh, Jessica said, I must say, I really needed to come across this thread today. You're amazing humans. We will be homeschooling for the first time this year. And I'm just beyond ready for this new start for our family. You know, and I think it is cool. This this thread, you know, there's 200 plus comments and there's a lot of likes and stuff of people interacting and, and responding. And I think a lot of them have really good um, encouraging things to say. And I, I think it's good to see people's, you know, that everyone, it feels very relatable. But I, I do think it is funny too, though, is I bet Jessica, you know, a couple months in, she's going to start having those those fears, you know, and, and, and she will need friends and people around her and her husband and people like you in the commenters. Yep. To remind her that it's okay. It's that's, that's what happens. You know, you got this, you're doing a good job. Don't worry. Because you said, you said something, Ben, that I think is maybe not true. Um, you didn't mean it is not true, but you said, once you have experience, Mm -hmm. then you'll know, here's the weird thing about lies is you can have gobs of experience and you still right. worry. That's true. That's a, that is just a weird thing to me. I mean, I met a mom this past weekend in Florida who said, I've graduated six, I have three to go, and I'm scared to death that I'm going <laughs> to screw them up because my yeah. first six have turned out amazing. And I'm like, well, you know, just like you said, Ben, well, your experience, logic would say right. you're doing a great job. But I think with these, with the enemy, logic doesn't play any part of it and that's why i think you know you have to go back to the truth and say hey look you know not based on test scores not based on whatever because like when i was in one in one of the states i won't say which got a 50 50 guess um this past couple weeks 
they did a um, survey uh, that was run kind of by the state and they said, oh, look, see, our survey shows that um, homeschoolers do better than non-homeschoolers by a large percentage, you know, in reading all these things. And it was like the national average was 50%. Homeschoolers were like at 79%, you know, so 29% better. And I said afterwards, you know, I appreciate the stats and that's true and I believe them, but that's not what we're measuring against. Those are not the right standards. We are not using their standards. Their standards are wrong. You know, they're based on, you know, their own lousy standards. Our standards are so much different. And, uh, you know, we need to use the right measuring stick. Yeah. I do think it helps though, once you've had um, you know, a kid graduate or something like that to I, see like, true. Hey, you know, my kids are enjoy talking with me or having a family mm-hmm. or whatever. And I hope, I hope that goes something, you know, because you know, if mom and mom can't look and see, Hey, I've got six kids or five kids that have all, you know, been able to, um, you know, function, uh, I hope that's encouraging to her, and I hope it's encouraging to others. Oh, she to see. still thinks yeah. she's gonna ruin the last. I know. Well, three. you know, I mean, chances are high with them, but you know. And even like you guys, I'll say, "Well, look at them; they're so." And she goes, "I hope so." Yeah, <laughs> well, it's true. still too early to that, you know. And I'm yeah. thinking, oh, "You're a nut." <laughs> yeah, that's true, but it does feel. I think that again, it is, you know, fan or people around you is important because I mean. It, you know, I, I think it helps having some of that um, outside looking in a little bit because uh, mm. sometimes when you're in your, you know, it's, it's like when you're working on something so you, you see every detail, you see the good and the bad and all that always, you know, and mm. you can just just be so overwhelmed by it all that it does help to have someone who is not in the weeds every second of, no. you know, no. your day. So no. I think that's, and again, if you if your husband is that guy. You know, and it encourages you in that you need to get keep get get him in on board. You know, get him to homeschool convention, uh, sign him up for our, our dad weekly email or whatever, so that he can be the one who's encouraging you frequently. Um, well, how about a commercial, Ben? Yeah. Well, real quick, again, we just want to say thank you to Teen Textbooks, as always, for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Um, our whole family's used them. We love it. And they're an amazing math curriculum. Uh, every one of my siblings, I think, uh, loved it and uh, found it engaging. They learned better. It was fun. It's interactive. So you really, you really retain what you learn. Um, it's very easy to use. You can do it on any device that has an internet browser. So, you know, Hopefully you're not thinking about homeschooling really at this moment or you're wrapping it up. Uh, but if you are, you know, going to homeschooling conventions, whatever, you can check them out at any homeschooling convention or on their website, teachingtextbooks.com, and maybe plan on using them next year if you haven't already. Uh, I think they have pretty much every grade, so there's no reason not to. So, And we also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine. I write, the, I write the Family Man column for them um, because we share the same mission. We want parents to understand that homeschooling is it a formula, it's a relationship. Every relationship is different. Every child is different. Every family is different. Why in the world would we think a one-size-fits-all education is a good idea? Let's be parents who think outside the box. Parents who aren't afraid to choose what our kids need to learn and when they need to learn it. Let's be bold. If you want to homeschool boldly, subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine. They fill each edition with both encouragement and practical help from an entire team of experienced homeschooling moms and dads, including me. 
really, it will make you smile. And again, this is a perfect time to subscribe and just sit by the pool and uh, read the magazine and enjoy just that refreshment that they offer a couple times a year, four times a year. Yeah, um, I, I was reading here. Um, I thought this is just a good kind of wraps it all up in, in, in these comments. Is uh, Jana said, "Am I doing this right? Am I doing this enough? Are my kids going to be good people? Why are they always bickering? How do I parent preteens?" And I feel like she, those are just good, real questions of that you know kind of encapsulates everything that you know. Yeah, been talking yeah, about. yeah. And and really, in all those questions, that that underlying of. I'm going to be responsible for kind of messing them up. Mm -hmm. um, and mom, I'll just tell you, you're not responsible. You know, yes, you're responsible to plug away. You're responsible to train them up in the way they're supposed to go. But really, God, as we've talked so many times, God has lots of lessons afterwards that they're going to have to learn. And uh, that kind of takes the pressure off um, or you don't have to worry so much about those things. Hey, another thing that I was going to say, Ben, and uh, that... I had several moms come up to me, some of them in dire, dire situation, uh, not dire situation, just uh, uh, at the end of the rope. And that is in technology because they feel like it's just getting running away with them. I talked to moms whose kids, you know, 17 year olds are playing eight hours a day in video games, uh, you know, or they're and they've tried everything and they're trying to weed them back. I don't know what the answer is, um, but again, you can check out our book, Taming the Techno Beast. We even have a workbook uh, that your kids can work through, maybe not this summer, but maybe, you know, uh, the start of the year. Um, but I would say, uh, here's my one tip. Um, and we did this when Ben was a little kid. We took the summer off um, from uh, video games, uh, not because they're evil and because but sometimes they just need a break. They need an encouragement to go out and play because if you give them, if you just let them uh, play video games, that's what they want to do every single day. And so uh, same thing with television. And, you know, Ben knows that. I mean, his kids are like, can we watch something? Can we watch something? And, and in fact, if you give me a choice right now to do this podcast or watch something on TV, I'd choose watching something on TV. But when you take it away, you have to do what's better. And I think for, for um, video games, when they were little, and we would we took off the month of June, July, and August. And that first year, I remember Ben and Sam. I they and they didn't play that much. They only played like maybe three hours a week or two hours a week. And and uh, you'd think we had cut off their legs. Uh, but by the second year, I remember one of the kids. I don't know if it was Ben or Sam. It wasn't me. Said <laughs> Ben says it wasn't him. Uh, he said, "Are we gonna do that that summer thing off again?" And I said, "Yep." He said, "I'm glad." And I thought, isn't that interesting? Because I think sometimes you need someone outside Same you. always was a suck up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you need someone outside you called your parents who help uh, help you make the right choice. So um, I think, uh, you know, and, and, and hopefully you already are, but make sure you, I, I think it's helpful to talk through it with your kid and why you're doing it. Uh, right. you know, they may not agree with you at the moment. They may still freak out and, you know, everything else. But um, hopefully in the quiet, when they're not around you, they'll think about that. And unless they're just, which they are, you know, probably dumb. But, you know, I mean, if they're if they're thinking they should hopefully dwell on that. And um, and that and I think that does stick. And also, if you have young kids, don't start if you can. I mean, <laughs> hold them off as long as you can. Not necessarily right, right. movies and all that. I mean, I get it. But like, 
it's when it gets out of hand, I think that it's really hard to rein it in versus keeping it at a, um, a little bit more of a, you know, manageable, uh, manageable. Yeah. From the beginning. I mean, expectations are a lot. So if you've given your kid unbridled access at all times, anytime they want, you probably will have a lot more, um, you know, it will be difficult. Uh, but even that, even though, I mean, it. I've talked to several parents, even though it's difficult, do it yeah, anyway. Exactly. I mean, it, I know it is. And I'll tell you, it's a lot more, it's a lot easier to do it when they're seven and eight, nine, than it is when they're 17, 18, 19. Cause when they get to 19, I like, I told his mom, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. They still live in your house. You can still make some rules, but it's, it's a lot more difficult. And you know, the patterns are so deep. They really have to be invested and have to say, okay. There has to be in, I think that's why there has to be agency and self-control involved on their part as well to some extent. And, um, cause I mean, it is, you know, I, I do know people who they were allowed a ton when they were younger, but they might've had some restrictions, but then it's just like, they just can't even control themselves basically later on. And it just becomes all encompassing of every second. They're not, you know, maybe at work or something like that. Um, and, and it can get, it can get you know bad, but I mean, there's other things as well, but that is one that's even more so uh, for a lot of people. Same with, you know, phones and stuff, I think is honestly uh, the other one that is as addicting or more so. For oh yeah, I'd put them so, all together. Yeah, I'd put all is. that technology. And that might together. be another thing. It's not just video games. Maybe it is you limit, uh, you know, your, your phone time during the, the summer. Um, also something, you know, well, this doesn't really help if you're using, you know, if they're using cell service, but you can through your uh, Wi-Fi router or through, um, you know, you can get something called a firewall. There are ways to restrict, you know, your Wi-Fi for the entire network. So no device that's on connected to your Wi-Fi can do certain things, um, at least Internet access wise. So mm-hmm. um, plus, obviously, like all of the controls you can do on a phone itself. But uh, but Ben already made a, made a good point. You know, this is not about and we've said this before. This is not about your 13 year old or eight year old who's wasting his time. This is about patterns that you're going to, you're, you're there, you're instilling in them that when they become parents, you know, they won't be able to stop. And, you know, that's my concern is that when my, my kids are adults or our moms and dads, they, you know, that they, that they'll exchange the hard relationships for the easy virtual ones. And so, That's why we do things now. Hey, uh, we're out of time. Let me just mention two more things. One is a couple of weeks is Father's Day. Looking for the perfect Father's Day shirt? I've got it on right now. You can't see it very well, but it's a kind of American flag on a denimly blue, super soft shirt. If you got a smiling homeschooler t-shirt, which we've got a whole bunch of them in right now, actually. Um, they're the same material, so super soft. Um, uh, the sizes are true. But it says, uh, uh, I have to look, Found it has a flag and then it says, founded in faith, forged in freedom. So it's kind of a 4th of July, Father's Day thing. I think your husband will like it. We have them on our website. Just go to the Smiling Homeschooler, go to the store, and then look up the apparel. And then next week, we're going to unveil something that we've only shared for a few times in a, in a couple states. And that's um, something we're super excited about. It's the four homeschooler personality types. Um, so we're going to start talking and maybe help you smile more so you can not just know what kind of personality are you, 
you are, whether you're a, a falcon, an owl, a swan, or a sandpiper, but that you can interact with your kids who are also those things, or with one another, or even certain homeschool resources that fit your personality better than others. Um, so we're super excited to unveil that. You can get a little jump if you'd like to come go to our website, The Smiling Homeschooler. And once you click on it, you'll find the personality test, homeschooler personality test. You can take, it'll tell you, and then give you a little head start. We're gonna talk about it for a couple of weeks and I think it'll be a great conversation and a great tool to help you smile more. But until then, have a great weekend. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's summer and that should make you smile. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, go to our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com and take the homeschool personality test. This is a great way to better help you understand how you homeschool. We also want to say thank you again to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. We couldn't do this without them and we really appreciate their support. Have a great week and don't forget to smile.